Hello and welcome to the Movie Lab, the show where we talk about movies and games and TV shows and all good nerdy things that we love. I'm Michael. And I'm Damien. And Damien, how have you been? I've been pretty alright. How have you been? Yeah, good. I can't believe I got through that the first time. I know, no mistakes. No, no mistakes. Normally we record that intro about three or four times before I finally get it right. Yeah, and it's always the same every week, so... Yeah, I don't know why I can never get that. Because after that we're usually good, we don't edit any, no. any of this really. It's just that first bit that I never get right for some reason. Yeah, but... But this time I got it right. Did it great? Well, let's keep it going. Alright, this is going to be totally unedited. And... And... Nothing will have to be repeated. Exactly. All right. Okay. So what's first on the agenda? Well, okay. So there were a few things. Actually, I wanted to mention something that has nothing to do with anything that we normally talk about on the show. But last week, for the first time in about, I reckon, at least five years, I went to McDonald's. Oh, how was it? It was actually really good. (laughs) I hadn't been, yeah, as I said, about five or six years. Uh, because I don't really eat food like that anymore. But my partner and I, she, she bought a, a new car, and it was pretty early in the morning. We hadn't had breakfast, so I just wanted to stop by a cafe. We were in the western suburbs, and I wasn't really familiar with any of the places there. And I thought, rather than driving around looking for a cafe, I just saw McDonald's, and I thought, oh, we'll just get coffee there. And have, when was the last time you went? To, oh, you work? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I go there pretty regularly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I walked in and someone actually, there was like a self-service thing. That you yeah, the press. kiosk. Yeah, yeah. And someone was there to help me with it. Yeah. And uh, and I got a, a sausage McMuffin and mm. uh, a long black. This is the first time I ever had coffee at um, at McDonald's. And, uh, and it came out super quick, as it always does at McDonald's. Yeah. And uh, I, the place just looked so much cleaner and nicer. Like, I remember when I used to go there, used to be when, I don't know, when I was probably 2021 then I'd come home after like well, I'd be on the way home after like an all night bender or something like drinking and I'd just be, just be hung over food and the place was dirty there were darrows all over the place and they probably still are but when I went there it was actually it was actually quite nice everything was clean it looked like a trendy little cafe yeah really they've, they've, um, they've done a lot of those renovations around the place now a lot of them have that same kind of look to them yeah yeah so, you know, I'm glad you had a good experience. I just yeah. thought I'd mention that. I actually, quite liked, I actually quite liked McDonald's. I would go again. Okay. For, probably not for a long time, but I'd go for coffee or breakfast or something like that. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Anyway. All right, now that's out of the way. Okay, so there are a few things that have happened since we last spoke. Uh, probably the biggest one has been the announcement of Robert Pattinson as the new Batman. Yes. Yes. So, what are your thoughts, Damien? Um... It's like every time there's a new Batman. I think I think we did a show when Ben Affleck was first announced, where it's like it's kind of hard to call it when you first see it because you know we go back to like Heath Ledger, who's a much beloved one. The I Joker, think. You mean? Uh, oh yeah, it's Joker. But I mean, no, well yeah, it's the kind of thing. All of these kind of Batman characters, as Batman, Christian Bale too. Yeah. But like I say, Heath Ledger in particular because he had a kind of similar, I think, reception that Patterson's getting. As he was kind of always seen as like you're more of a pretty boy kind of thing, not really a, you know, that kind of character who can play it, you know, from previous films. But so you know, I don't necessarily think it's an outright bad decision because he is a quite capable actor in things he's done outside of you know Twilight, which is what he's most well known for. Yeah. So you know, I I'll give it the wait and see approach, but you know. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of where I'm coming at it from. I, I, to be honest, I haven't seen too much of what Robert Robert Pattinson has been in. I haven't. I've, I saw the first Twilight many years ago. I don't really remember it, and I don't think oh, I saw the Rover. He was in that. Yeah, and I thought right. he was decent in that. But I haven't seen him in too many other things. Oh, Cedric Diggory. Oh yeah, but you know, it wasn't a massive role. So uh, yeah, interesting choice. I wouldn't have picked it myself. I, I didn't. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. It, it's funny that he's seems to be the opposite of what they were going for with Ben Affleck in that he's a lot younger. And Ben Affleck has a very classical kind of uh, tall, handsome, dark, handsome man look yeah. that Bruce Wayne's kind of known for. Yeah, big chin kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Robert Pattinson is kind of an odd-looking guy. And, you know, some people probably think he's quite attractive. Others probably not so much. I'd probably fall into the latter category. Um, so, yeah, it's a really weird choice. But, oh, we'll see how it goes. I mean... Mm-hmm. You know, you don't really know until it until yeah. you see him in action, do you? I mean, yeah, Heath Ledger. I actually don't really remember this, but apparently Heath Ledger was widely criticised when he was announced 
uh, I know that uh, this is a different series, but Daniel Craig, geez, that was there was that whole um, Daniel Craig is not Bond yeah. website. I still think that's that's a thing um, actually, but Daniel Craig's been a fantastic Bond, so. Uh, he, he probably doesn't look Robert Pattinson. That is, it probably looks a bit unconventional for Batman. But you know, we'll just see what happens. We'll have it's to not, see. It, they could have gone. Look, I don't really get to. Uh, I don't feel really that strongly about it one way or the other. Particularly when we haven't seen what it's going to really look like. But yeah, that's it. we've only just had the announcement. Like we probably won't really have an idea until we see a trailer. Exactly, and that who knows when that'll be. Yeah, I mean, if they had have announced. I don't know, um, Peter Dinklage as Batman. <laughs> I could probably understand why you'd have a lot of hate there because that, no, that wouldn't work under any circumstances. But uh, Robert Pattinson, I don't know, we'll see what happens. We'll I'm see. Not, I'm not too... We'll, we'll see what happens. Do you think he'll last... How long do you think he'll last in the role? Oh, who knows? Cause, it depends on the film, really. I mean, how long did Ben last? Like, two uh, movies? One movie, wasn't it? Like, oh, well, Justice, Justice League, yeah. So it was like it was like three years in total, something like that. Yeah, but he's a bit older though. Yeah, it's true. Why I, he might want to leave the role. Plus, he doesn't need it. He's already a big yeah. star. It's that always did seem kind of the weirder choice because they wanted to go the older Batman kind of thing, but they still yeah. wanted the younger Superman. So I feel like so. What's this new Batman movie going to be then? Is it going to be uh, a prequel or I I have no idea. The, uh, they can't just. DC is kind of a mess at the moment with their... Well, I don't know. I think they've kind of course-corrected and they're just forgetting the first two or three yeah, films exactly. in the series. That's because why it's kind Aquaman of... Aquaman and Shazam and Wonder Woman, they're all good films. So yeah. I think that they've just changed the direction that they're going in. Apparently, the new Suicide Squad, that's just a, a remake. <laughs> yeah, it? <laughs> it's a whole mess. Yeah, so it seems like the first few films in that whole DC series are just being chucked out the window. So I, I think we just forget about them now and, and go from Wonder Woman. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, then I wonder how they'll put Batman into that. But Yeah, we'll see how they go with that. Yeah. Not, I, don't, I don't really have any expectation there. But uh, look, I like Batman, so... Uh, hoping for the best, I suppose. Yeah. I don't have too much more to say about Robert Pattinson other than there's just been a lot of hate online. Yeah, there? I mean... Another way Tw- Twilight was like over 10 years ago. I think just let it go, everyone. Yeah. All right, well, there were a few trailers since our last show as well. Uh, the Probably the one I'm most excited about was the trailer for Midsummer. Was there a new Midsummer trailer? There was, yeah. Okay. There was, this one gave a little bit more away, though not too much. Uh, Midsummer's directed by I forget his name uh, Ari Aster the director of Hereditary which yeah. is my favourite film from last year a really really uh, intense horror film that I enjoyed quite a bit so this look this is another horror film and it looks pretty interesting it's yeah. got a it's more of a, um, a cultish sort of vibe and yeah. uh, I, I'm getting sort of reminded me of The Wicker Man a little bit yeah, because the first trailer, it's like very bright and cheerful kind of thing. It's yeah, like, the second trailer is along the same lines. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, doesn't look like your traditional horror setup, but... Yeah, well, you know, I think, yeah, if it's anything like Hereditary or anywhere on the same level of um, uh, intensity as Hereditary... Have you seen Hereditary yet? No, I haven't yet. Jeez, that's a really good film. That is worth seeing if you get the chance. I mean, it's not for everybody if you're not up for uh, a horror film particularly a very scary horror film then you know you might want to avoid it yeah I think I think I think I can watch it it's on some streaming service I have it's on Netflix is it yeah but it's just I don't think I've really been in the mood for something like that lately but I think if I'm in the mood for it it'll probably be a very enjoyable watch you won't regret it it really was um, I've seen it I think three times now and yeah, it, it's one of those ones that it, it, it is it is rewarding watching it multiple times, to be honest, because it has one of those stories that um, uh, you can see if you watching it the second time, I was able to see um, little clues as to where it was going okay. along the way. Oh, that's always that's always fun. Yeah, I like yeah. films like that. Kind of like you know when you watch like The Sixth Sense a second time, and you can kind of spot all the clues that you know he's a ghost the whole time yeah that's right there are also some really cool um little bits in hereditary where like there would be a shot for example 
and in the background of a shot, something might be going on that may not be noticed uh, the first time viewing it. But if you do notice, it's like, oh, that's really creepy and foreboding. It kind of. Uh, I, um, sort I do of, remember you mentioning that the first time you saw it. You talking about how. There was one shot. And it was in, like towards the end, and you don't think many people saw it. Well, my partner didn't see it. Uh, other, uh, I spoke to three other people that said they didn't see it either. Right. So, yeah. so um, but I saw it, and bloody hell, it was okay. Pretty scary. So, well, I do like the background kind of. Yeah, yeah, I, definitely worth seeing if you get the chance. But you have to be in the right mood. Yeah, probably during the day. If with you're the, on the, all the lights side. on. <laughs> yeah, with all the lights on. Um, the other trailer was Toy Story Four. Yes, that's right. Toy Story 4. Yeah, I like Toy Story. I've seen the first three. I've not... Some people love... Actually, I think Toy Story's... Is it too much to say that it's probably Pixar's most popular series? I think that's definitely... I would that's definitely probably right. Say. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a big Pixar guy, to be honest, but I, I've enjoyed all the Toy Story movies to date. They've all been, you know... Actually, I'd say they've all been fantastic. Probably like A, A-plus sort of films. Yeah. So I was really surprised when they even announced that they were doing a fourth one. I thought the third one really implied that they were wrapping it up and that there wasn't... It really did feel like... They that. tied all the loose ends and, and made it feel like, okay, it had a real sense of finality to it. Uh, Which makes me kind of worried about this. Yeah, maybe this is the first bad one. I'm not that excited for it. My partner's a real big Toy Story fan, so we'll be seeing this in Lux for sure. Ooh. But uh, yeah... Uh, I don't have too much more to say about the trailer. It was pretty funny. It introduced a new character. It looked kind of cool. Yeah, so. it's pretty much what you, I think, expect from a Toy Story trailer. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, just... I don't know where else you can go from there, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, the other one that I saw, which I've got mixed feelings about, is the new Terminator trailer. I can't remember what the name of it is. Terminator <laughs> something. Of, yeah. I'll look it up. Okay, what, yeah. Have you seen the trailer? No, I haven't seen it. I'm not very interested in this film. Have you seen the other Terminator films? Yeah, I've seen. I think I've seen all of them except for the one before this, which I forgot what it's called. But it had um, a Genesis. Like, yeah, Genesis. Like that. Okay, this one. I saw called, the trailer for that, and I was like, "No, thank you." This one's Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah, okay. G- Genesis was a. I actually didn't mind it, but it, geez, it was a muddled film. Um, really latching on to nostalgia of the first first one in particular. So, yeah, uh, I don't even really remember it, to be honest. But uh, this one, oh, look, I feel like Terminator is kind of like Predator. There hasn't been a good Predator movie since the first one, yeah. I think. And for Terminator, I don't think there's been a good Terminator since the second one. Yeah. It's... So, and that, that was years ago. That was 92, am I right? Something like that. So, you know, uh, this series, well, I think... I don't know. Maybe they thought that this series needed. I don't. You know, Arnold was in three, was he? Yeah, yeah he, he was, was in, in three. Three, um, and maybe. Yeah, I, I was just thinking before, like earlier. I thought maybe they think that, like maybe Terminator kind of died with Arnold Schwarzenegger, but no, that's. I don't think that's really true. He 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 was in three, and then he was in the most recent one, Genesis, yeah, and then he had a cameo in. The one before that. Yeah, that's right. I forgot what it's called as well. So really, I think Terminator might have died with James Cameron leaving. I think that would be fair to say. Yeah, so... And James Cameron has produced this one, but I don't really think that means too much. No, that could mean a lot or it could really just mean nothing. Well, I just remember Christopher Nolan... Um, produced Man of Steel, but that yeah. that didn't feel like a Christopher Nolan film at all. No. So I don't... I don't think that means too much, no. So, I, I look, I, I'm not really looking forward to the film. I thought the trailer was so-so. If It's one of those ones where, like, if the if the, if the the Rotten Tomatoes scores are pretty high, and I normally, I wouldn't normally listen to critics too much in, it, in that they would really influence me from seeing a film or not. But with these sorts of ones where I'm on the fence, it, it will come down to that. So if the critical reception is really good, then I probably will see it because, you know, Terminator can be really good. It can be. I, I love the first two. The second one in particular is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. So, you know, Terminator can be great, but but if it gets, you know, average to bad reviews, which I'm sort of expecting, then I'm not going to bother. Yeah, I I think that is fair enough. And like you said, it did, you know, the first two films really are like the love childs of James Cameron. Like he like you know, you see all his production notes, you know, he worked on the first one for a long time. Yeah. You know, he did a, he had so much planned out for it, and he's pretty good at those kind of world building franchises things. That's so, yeah. and but you know, 
That so, was, I think, at the time it had the highest budget. Terminator Two, this is had the highest budget of any movie made. Yeah, it might have, and yeah, it definitely pushed a lot of you know, envelopes with the CGI work it had involved with it, which still kind of holds up today, to be honest. Just yeah. in the way that it's done, it's yeah, it's that that is a phenomenal movie, Terminator Two. It really is. I've seen that so many times. I reckon if it's I don't a, know, it's such an I iconic think, film too. Like, pretty much every have, scene from that film is iconic in its own way. I've that might be my most watched film like I think I may have more repeat watches of that film than any other I I, mean, I went through a phase particularly when I was an early teen where I just watched that movie over and over again yeah, yeah. And it's, a so, good, it's a good film to watch over and over again yeah it is um, so you know yeah Terminator uh, what's it called I've already forgotten what it's called um, again. Dark Forces D- no Dark Forces Dark that? Fate that might be is it is that what it is I I'll go back I'll look it up again <laughs> Jeez, how are we going Dark Fate. Okay. Sarah Connor has returned from far... That's right. Um, uh, Linda Hamilton is back as Sarah Connor. Oh, okay. That's, I should mention as well. I'll, I'll read a little blurb. Sarah Connor has returned from far away and she's gearing up with a team of agents who will fight against T-1000. Okay. So that's the same Terminator from the second one, the liquid yes. metal one. Yeah. Okay. Just, uh, they just feel like it's trying to cash on a lot of nostalgia. Yeah, Arnold is in it. I don't know how much he's in it. In the, he was very briefly in the trailer, so... I think he posted the link to it to the trailer onto Reddit. <laughs> Did he? he? Yeah, well, was his account. So, yeah. I that's guess kind of a... To me, that's almost a bad sign that he's in it. Yeah. Of, like, they feel like they need to draw people in with Arnold. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. But, I yeah, I don't have high hopes. Like, I, that's the thing, because I was aware that the trailer was there, but I didn't watch it. Mm. I think, what was I going to say about Terminator? I lost my train of thought now. Uh, okay, all right, yep, yeah, that's right. So apparently, I heard this, but I don't know how true it is. I, I could probably look it up, but I can't be bothered. Um, that there, this is basically a sequel to the second film, and they're acting as if part three and all the other films didn't happen. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's probably not a terrible route to take. Probably not, but also, like, it just seems like <laughs> cheating. Can you yeah. do that? Can you just pretend that 3 and 4 and 5 and however many they've made now don't exist? I mean, the Halloween series did it, didn't they? Um, they went from... One oh, to- they just rebooted the whole thing. But it was, like, because, like, H2O is kind of like a soft... It's a soft reboot, but it's also pretty much a direct sequel to... Is it? The- I haven't seen H2O. I'm pretty sure that's kind of... It just is a sequel to the first one. And then, you know, DC's just ignoring Man of Steel. And well, I don't Superman. think they've come out and said it, though. They've just, they're just doing it. Like, like, well, don't, don't, like don't as long as the movies it. are good, no one's going to ask any questions. <laughs> yeah. That's. I think that's what they're doing. So... I don't know. Can you do that? I guess you can. They're doing it. Well, yeah. if the movie's good, hey, if it's a good movie, no one will complain. That's true. At the end if of the day. If it's bad, then everyone will be like, yeah, you didn't really need to make this. Yep. Yep. Okay. I, okay, there was one other thing that I did. No, I'm going to do another podcast on this in a bit more detail with, with Paul. But uh, I went and saw Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, the stage production last weekend. And how did, how did you find it? Uh, well, okay. So I'd read the play, the 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 one that was published, I don't know how many years ago now. It's a few years ago now. Yeah, a few years ago now. And I hadn't read it since then, so I, I, I kind of remembered bits and pieces. And I really didn't enjoy the play at all. It felt like... that The most common criticism for it is the one that I would agree with, is that it just felt like fan fiction. <laughs> um, it, it, without giving too much away, it involves time travel and uh, scenes from the fourth film in particular uh revisited and uh it's just something about it felt kind of lazy and uh a bit preposterous i don't maybe i'm not really well just you know characters do things that are very inconsistent with who they'd been built up to be in the in the original series right which is kind of what you get from fan fiction you just get like um a lot of time travel and interfering with previous stories and 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 one thing with fan fiction you can always tell it's fan fiction is the characters start behaving in weird ways that aren't really consistent with Right, you get a lot of that there. Yeah, yeah, it's like poorly written by people that aren't professionals. Like that's kind of how you, what you get from from fan fiction because yeah. that's what it is. It's fan fiction, and that's sort of what 
the the play always read like to me. But I still was fairly keen to see it uh, in th- in a theatre because, you know, how often do you get to see Harry Potter in a theatre? Yeah, exactly. Really. Yeah, so I thought I might as well make the most of that opportunity. I'll probably regret it if I don't go. But uh, look, in short, I, I had a terrible day. <laughs> and and it's not it's not just because I don't like the play. Like I knew what was coming up. Um, it was mainly because of the theatre, and I don't mean that specific theatre. I just I forgot how much I I wouldn't say detest, but I just really, really, really don't enjoy the theatre. The theatre. The theatre. I do not like the theatre. Right, fair enough. That's not the medium for you? Not the medium for me, no. And uh, there were a few other factors. Like, we got in and I had a big head in front of me. <laughs> so, it was literally like... Um, I know this... How, how do I describe this? But there were like a small head, small head, small head in the row in front of me. And then in front of me, big head, small head, small head, small head. This guy was had must have had a very long torso or something because he was way his head was way he- higher than everyone else's. So I kept sort of trying to look around him to see what was on the stage. But in the end, I just accepted it. So I only really saw half of everything because of this big bull head. And uh, it was a very cramped little theatre. So my legs felt kind of really sore. It was one of those all-day things. So, it's The Cursed Child Parts 1 and 2. So, it's really two plays in one day. So, the first oh, okay. one took place at about, oh, I don't know what time, like 2 o'clock or something like that. And th- there was an intermission. and then you know, So, it was a full-length play. Mm-hmm. And then you go away and you have dinner and stuff. And then you come back at 7, 7.30 for the second part, which is also a full-length play with an intermission. Jeez. So, if you're not enjoying yourself, it's like... A very very long day, um, so yeah. And I, wh- I, I'd forgot one of the things I really don't like about the theatre is all the yelling. Like Jesus, they were yelling and <laughs> like screaming the dialogue at each other, and all the overacting and the you know, uh, it was yeah. I don't like the theatre. Okay, so, well that's uh, that's fair enough. I'll, I'll go into a bit more detail when we do a podcast with Paul, but because he also saw it with you. Yeah, he didn't like the play either. But he likes the theatre, so it was more about the actual play with him. But I kind of knew what I was getting into. I'd accepted that. But, yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of any of it. So no. I can say that I I think I kind of regret going. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you thought you'd regret not going. I did. <laughs> but I regret going. It was, it was awful. It was a truly wow. awful day. <laughs> yeah, and I missed the football because of it. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, that, that's enough on that. Okay, Damien. So there are E um, threes around the corner. Oh, that's true. And people are, out. you know, companies starting to put out their schedules and whatnot for it. Yeah, well, actually, they're right. all out now. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So okay. So uh, there were a few things. I don't think anyone does. Any, do we know what what's coming? What's going to be there, or is it all a surprise? I'm not entirely sure. I know Sony's not going to be there this yeah, year. Yeah, we know that. I don't know why. I'm not sure either. Uh, I know Microsoft has another two-hour block for their presentation this year. They had one last year. They didn't use the full two hours, but they might this year since Sony isn't there. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that a lot of third-party developers will want to get on stage with Microsoft then. Because otherwise... Microsoft have got... Because they have been so underwhelming in the last 12 to 24 months. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. I mean, they've, say, they've gotten better, but... Have they? I mean, compared to when the Xbox One... For, I mean, that was like 2012... <laughs> Okay, but when an Xbox, yeah. when a new Xbox comes out, you don't or a new console, you don't expect them to have a bunch of new games straight away. Like it usually takes a little while for True. for that to gear up. But I'd say in in totality, because we, we're coming to the end of these consoles, this generation, I, I can't think apart from Halo Five, which was I think most people's opinion probably the worst Halo. Mm. I can't think of an exclusive that they've had that has been like a must get game that. Hasn't, yeah, that, that's been an exclusive yeah. to... Xbox. I mean, and they've pretty much stopped all exclusives because now pretty much anything that comes out on Xbox One will also come out on PC. Yeah. But not, you know, necessarily PS4. So... Is there going to be another Xbox? That's it. I'm not really sure. And I I would, wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't. I, no, I'd kind of be okay with that. I think, you know, they'll try to move to different kind of services. They'll probably try and focus on the PC crowd more, maybe try and do some Switch integration, that kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be okay. What happened to Halo? Do you think they'd move that over to 
they would move it over to Switch, but would it just be a PC? I guess so. Well, because well, we definitely we're definitely getting Halo Infinite on Xbox One. Yeah, that's you know well and truly confirmed, and we're also getting that on PC. So you know, and Master Chief Collection's coming to PC. So we're not really. Would you get it on PC or Xbox? I mean, I'll probably get it on PC. Really? Yeah. Gosh. I mean, there's, I don't. There's like I don't think there'd be really any point to get it on Xbox. Yeah, I think you're right. Because then if. If there's no, especially if there's no Xbox after Xbox One, I assume the play base will probably stay around longer on PC. Hmm. Yeah, Interesting times. Okay, so I, I have looked through the internet and I found a few rumours of what might be at E3. Okay, what are some rumours? Uh, now, I think most of these are for both Xbox and, and um, PlayStation. Well, we've already talked about Nintendo. In the, the, the right, they're doing up, Nintendo so I Direct. Didn't, I didn't really include them in. Okay, so apparently there is a new Avengers game being made by Square Enix. Okay. So no one really knows much about it, but apparently it was announced a couple of years ago. So might be something this time. What if Square Enix made? I'm not really familiar. Um, are they? They do a lot. Uh, what's? I think do they do Final Fantasy? Do they? I'm not sure. They do. It's not a turn-based game. No, it won't be turn-based. They did. Um, they do a lot of those, like Japanese. Games. They did um, Near Automata. That came out a few years ago. A very popular game. Which I never finished playing, actually. I should get back to that. Um, I feel like... Th- I'm having a mental blank, but they've done a lot. I'm just Googling them now. Yeah, I'm going to Google them too. Um, yeah, Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, Tomb Raider. That's all. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I don't... Do you think it will be turn-based? There's possibility nah. that it will be. I don't think so. Well, I hope not. I think it'll probably just... Uh, I don't actually know what it'll be. It definitely wouldn't be turn-based. I cannot... S- well, they've got a pretty good resume. Yeah. So, hopefully they can make I it mean, game. you know, they're... Um, just Cause, Life is Strange. They they have a lot of well-known games under their belt. And a lot of them aren't turn-based. Like, you know, you've got Deus Ex. That's a, um, you know, first-person RPG. Okay. So, there's a good mix of genres in there. Because they are just really a publishing company. Okay, cool. All right, well, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully that's announced. Uh, oh, well, it's been announced. Hopefully that's that we get a bit more of that. Yeah. Okay, the other one that's been big has been uh, rumours of or hype around a new Batman Arkham game made by Rocksteady. Okay, I yeah. thought they were kind of done with that series. Yeah, but... well, apparently they're making another one, uh, and this one will... Well, originally, it was rumoured that... I'm getting this information off, off various gaming websites. Originally, it was rumoured that it was going to incorporate the Justice League, but now that's those rumours are kind of dying away, and now the information is that it's going to include Suicide Squad. Okay. Either way, I think this would be great. I mean, all three of the Arkham games, I even liked Arkham Origins, which wasn't made by Rocksteady, uh, have been great. Uh, the last one was... Well, the last two have been two of the best games that I've ever played, so uh, I can't wait to see what they do. Whether yeah. it's with the Justice League or uh, Suicide Squad or whatever, I'm sure they they know what they're doing. They're, this is yeah. a, a really really strong series. I hope it is just something they do want to do because you know if it's, I thought you know they were kind of done with the Batman series after the last one, but if they do genuinely want to come back doing more, I'd be happy to see what they can do with it. Yeah. Okay. Well, the other one that they were rumored to be doing but have, have denied is that uh, Harry Potter. The magic, magic, magic begins or magic something. The there's a new. I think we spoke about this yeah, a while did, ago. Is it the some same. Harry Potter game that's coming out that's set? Uh, apparently, it's set in the 1800s. So that's right. It's like an well RPG the events of Harry kind Potter. of thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember that there was like some. Was it a gameplay? Was it leaked or something from it? Yeah, some sort of gameplay was leaked. It actually didn't look that great. The graphics looked a little ordinary. Yeah. And um, supposedly, you come in as a fifth-year student to, to Hogwarts, and something happens. I don't know. Okay. So, I mean, look, the idea of a, a Harry Potter-based game where you go to Hogwarts and become a student and interact with everything there, that sounds fantastic to me. So yeah, that sounds like a lot of people's dream kind of yeah. game. I mean, the only thing is that the, the teachers from the series presumably won't be there if it's set yeah. that far <laughs> before the the events of Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, no one's really old enough to to be no. there except for Professor Binns, who wasn't in any of the films. 
Professor Binns is a ghost that teaches history of magic. And it, wow. it, it was thought that he died and didn't realise it and just got up and started teaching anyway <laughs> as a ghost. Well, he'd be a good character to have. He was that. not in any of the... I reckon he's in every book. Mind you, he doesn't have much to do with the story, but he's not in any of the films. They just mm-hmm. didn't include that character. And they, they all hate history of magic. It's a very, very boring topic. Oh, well, there you go. Um, but, well... Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing, because I haven't heard anything about that since there was that leaked gameplay or whatever, so maybe we'll get something this year. I hope so. Why do I feel like this is just going to go nowhere? Like, we're not going to hear about it, and then in three or four years' time, we'll look back and think, hey, whatever happened to that Harry Potter game? Well, I guess that's not happening anymore. Yeah. I mean, that happens a lot. A lot of projects just end up dead in the water, you know? Yeah. That could happen to that Avengers game as well. It makes sense, though, to make a Harry Potter game, doesn't it? I mean, I think so. I think people want that, don't they? I yeah. want that. You'd play that, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, you're not even a big Harry Potter fan, but no. I mean, it sounds like a fun game. Like the like the you know the setting. It's like they're so rich and so much you can do with that, especially yeah. in a video game. So, you know, I think it would be a good investment. But I'm not a gaming publisher. You know, I'm not putting my money into any of that. So, what do I know? <laughs> All right, we'll see what happens. Mind you, I have to say, I don't think anything outside of the book series and the movies, or that, that original story, really, I don't think anything outside of that Harry Potter-related has been any good. I don't, th- I don't didn't like either of the Fantastic Beasts film, and I didn't like Cursed Child, so... And there's another Fantastic Beasts film, isn't there? Um... Isn't there be oh, yeah, there's going to be like six or something like oh, that God. in total. <laughs> I'm so done with that series. I don't even know if I want to see the next one. I probably will, but yeah... I didn't care about the first one and I hated the second one. So, yeah, okay. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the other rumor was, and I've never really understood this, Xbox Game Pass for Switch. So what does that mean exactly? So the Xbox Game Pass is basically like a subscription service where you can, you'll have access to a bunch of different games um, you know, through this service. You don't own any of the games and I think it might rotate somewhat. It's kind of just like a Netflix of games kind of thing. I believe it is is what I think it is. So, you know, there's a pretty wide library at the moment for it. So And it has what? Original Xbox games? And- yeah, it's got it's got a fair amount on it, I'm pretty sure. I can see what's on it. But yeah, there's um, you know, a few of the publishers do stuff like that. Like um, EA has that on Origin, you know. And it, not even on Origin. On Xbox 2 you can get it. So you can have access to a bunch of EA's library and without having to pay for any of the games. So if you don't want to like commit to that cost. Um, so I guess it would be just like that on Switch. That's pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Now, my understanding was that this was more or less going to happen. It wasn't just a rumor. Uh, I had heard about it, but... Yeah, it's been going on for a little while. And there's, there's a real um, partnership between Microsoft and, and Nintendo at the moment. Like They really seem to be on good terms with each other. Yeah, and it seems like a growing relationship, So, which is why, you know, stuff like Xbox Live integration or whatnot coming to the Switch wouldn't be surprising at this point, especially if Microsoft wants to kind of exit the console space. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think it'd be more convenient for me if they did. And then I can just get the PlayStation and the, and the Switch. And I wouldn't and then, have to worry about getting the yeah. Xbox. Because what am I getting the Xbox for, really? Halo. And the last one wasn't even that good. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Halo, actually. So, uh, the other thing I've got on here... Well, actually, you know what? I, did, I couldn't find this on any of the things that are expected to be at E3 2019. But uh, Halo Infinity, is that is that what it's called? Halo Infinite. Infinite, sorry. Is that expected to be at E3? I'm, I'm, I'm I... only reading it out because that's something that I'm looking forward to, but I actually didn't see it anywhere on any of the websites, and I haven't heard yeah, I... about it. I haven't heard, I like I would expect it to be there, but I don't know if I have actually heard much about it being there. Maybe I mean if it's gonna sure. be on this generation and it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well how do they really want to leave it much later than the next twelve months or so? Yeah. Aren't, aren't we moving on to different consoles after that point? You would think so. Well I don't know, that's the thing. You would we haven't actually heard that much about it recently. Most of the Halo news I think has been concerning concerning the Master Chief collection. And what's happening with that? But I think, yeah, I guess they're just working on Infinite a lot. What's happening with the Master Chief Collection? Uh, well, they're adding Reach to it. Oh, cool. Yeah, and they're bringing it to PC. Those are the big things. And those... Remastered Reach? Uh, no. 
it is upscaled and whatnot to like 1080p, so full HD. We have to pay for it? I believe so. But it shouldn't be too much more. Like how ODST is like five bucks. Although oh, you got that for free. free. Yeah. yeah So, yeah, I I can't remember hearing much about Infinite lately. Yeah, but I I hope I, they should show some stuff from that there surely because they announced it was it announced at the last E three. Uh, yeah, they did, and they showed a little bit, not, yeah, not too much, but it looked pretty cool. I mean, yeah, the the graphics in the world look pretty pretty cool. And, and it's have... going to be a whole new way of playing Halo. Yeah, and it looks like it's going to be a throwback to more traditional kind of Halo ideas too, though, because but you can see it in like Chiefs armor design you know it looks very much like um like a mix between halo 2 halo 3 kind of thing with the helmet yeah so you know i think they're going back to a lot of those kind of designs aesthetically and it does seem to capture a lot of those early halo aesthetic aesthetics i would say yeah i I love halo i think it's a great series and i probably if you had spoken to me a couple of years ago when i was playing through the master chief collection i would have told you how much i loved how it played like yeah, just everything about those games, but I don't know. I've kind of sobered on it a bit. I haven't played any Halo since Halo Five, and again, that was probably that's the only Halo I never went back and played again. Yeah, well, I will play it again when um, we're closer to to Infinite coming out. Fair enough. I I started playing again, and then I just gave up. Yeah. So that says I think a lot about you know a lot about that reception to that game, which is a shame, but. You can't all be winners, I guess. No, you cannot. Okay, so... Alright, next one on the list. Uh, I don't know much to say about this one. Watch Dogs 3. That's supposed to be... Oh, yeah, announced. there was some rumours about that. Yeah, yeah, I played the first one. I never finished it, to be honest. I, I don't know whether it was the game or whether I just wasn't really in the mood for it at the time. It wasn't a very well-liked game. It was one of the first games that came out on the Xbox One or that's that right. gen. Yeah. I just remember in amongst the pretty lean library of games to choose from, I just picked that and yeah, I wasn't a big fan. I kinda of, I got sick of it pretty quickly. Yeah. And I played Watch Dogs too. I enjoyed that a lot actually. Did you finish it? Yeah, it was wow. it's it was a fun game. It's um it took itself a lot less seriously than the first one. Yeah, I remember the guy had like a Batman gruff voice. And it was yeah, really and he was like really serious and edgy. Yeah. In the second one, it's all just like, it's a lot more... Silly? It's a lot more silly. It's like they play into a lot of like hacker tropes and stuff. There's like the punk dude. He's got like the LED goggles that like has like says stuff across it kind of thing. Yeah. And like it plays into all those kind of things. Like they're having a lot more fun with it, you can tell. Yeah. And, like, it makes for a lot more fun experience. Like, it's in San Francisco, you drive around and everything, looks really pretty. Yeah. yeah so, okay, well, maybe this next one will, will be all right. I think if they keep that tone, it'll be good. Because I think that kind of crazy hack everything goes well with a more light-hearted tone. Hmm. All right, this next one, which apparently is pretty strongly rumored, is the new Splinter Cell. New Splinter Cell. Yeah, mm. wow. Now, that's a series that really went away from that's that hasn't even been i don't think that's been on anything since the original xbox is that right oh there was um there was a there was a recent one was there yeah there was there's was a few there was splinter cell can't keep up with these tom clancy games yeah um there was conviction Oof. that was a while ago and then there was black something like blacklist or black site wasn't the first one on the original Xbox? I remember that. I never played it actually, but I know that it received on that old Xbox magazine that probably doesn't exist anymore. It got a nine point seven out of ten, and the only other game to have gotten a score that high was the original Halo. Yeah, it was, it was a, considered one of the very well liked one game. of the really well yeah very well liked games on the original Xbox. But I just never played it. But I hadn't really heard much about Splinter Cell since then. No, there's been a, yeah, there was Splinter Cell Blacklist. There's um, there was a, yeah, I think that was the most recent one, and that was pretty well liked. Although they changed um, who did the um, who voiced Sam Fisher, the main character, because it used to be um, uh, who was it? I forgot who, but he was very well liked in that role, and they changed it. And I'm not sure, like, okay. Black. Blacklist was the last one. That was 2013, so it has been a while. Okay, all right. But, you know, I'm, 
I wouldn't mind another one, I guess. I've never really played them, so I can't say I'm too excited for it. But I'm probably more of a gamer now than I have been for some time. So, I don't know, maybe if it gets... I don't know if you can still get the older ones or anything, but it might be um, worth going back to. No, I'm not going to go back and play those. I meant the new one. Okay. Well, because the the original ones are pretty um, slow. Yeah, they look at... Yeah. But they're meant to be quite fun. Okay, all right, next one. Uh, Fable 4. There's another series I haven't thought of in a long time. Fable. Fable. God, I remember I played the first Fable, and I just remember it was hyped up to be this amazing experience that would change your life, and that everything you did in the game had uh, a cha- like a butterfly effect yeah. reaction. That and like would if you dropped an acorn, the tree would grow. That's right. I remember reading um, an article about it saying that every step you take, like literally every step you take onto the ground will somehow affect how the world plays out and how the story plays out. Yeah, a lot more linear than that. Yeah, it's. Um, I did really like the first Fable. I replayed it recently. There was like the remastered version. Yeah. It doesn't hold up great. <laughs> yeah. I still enjoy it. I never. I don't think I ever played the second or the third one. No, I didn't. I lost interest after the first one. Yeah. Um, so I don't really know how excited I'd be about a Fable 4. Is that still, is that bald guy still making them? The one uh, who talks it name? up every it's, time? It's something. I know he is kind of infamous for talking things yeah. up and then it doesn't I don't really think he's out. in. I think he's on to a different studio now where he's talking up his games again. <laughs> yeah, I think it's weird because he makes good games. He just talks them up too much. Like yeah. he makes out as if they. They'll do a lot of things that they ended up not doing. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. He yeah. overhypes, overpromises, and never really delivers on a lot of it. Even though people generally do like the games. Do you think they, that yeah. he really believes everything that he's saying? And that it just doesn't quite pan out the way he wants it to? I think he's just or, got like a really big vision. Yeah. But he. Or do you think he's just a bit of a, a BS artist? Maybe. I don't know. Well, because he, he does seem genuinely. He does seem genuinely passionate about yeah. what he's doing. I think he just. Doesn't he doesn't have his own realistic expectations? Okay. The next thing, okay. There's two other things. One of them I just want to mention really quickly because I really don't care about it. Is an Avatar game. Nah. What is with this series? There's a new Avatar movie coming out. It's like, to be like ten two years more. after. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone cares about Avatar, do they? No. Let alone an Avatar game. Was there an Avatar game when the film? There came was. Out? A, there was a movie tie-in game. Okay, it was not did very those. good. They don't do that anymore, do they? Not really, because they all go to mobile. Yeah. 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 Um, sure. Why not? Yeah. New Avatar game. Mm. New okay. Harry Potter game. Don't have much to say new about New Splinter Avatar. Cell game. I, I'm more excited about a Harry Potter game than I am an Avatar. Just bring game. bring everything back. Let's okay. get a new. Bugsy the Cat game. Bubsy. Bubsy, sorry. Bubsy the Bobcat. Yeah. There was a Bubsy the Bobcat game that came out last year. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but it, it was pr- apparently it was terrible. So okay. I don't think he's ever... I liked the first Bubsy. I mean, mm. I say that. I liked it when I was a kid. I played it again as an adult, and I realized just why everybody hated this game. The controls are ridiculous. It is actually... And everything kills you. Oh, I don't want to get stuck in a corner, but... <laughs> talking about Bubsy, but yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So, uh, okay. So there were two... Okay, the other thing that apparently is not going to be at playable at E3, but will be at E3, is Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. I'm game. looking forward to that too. That looks really cool. I haven't played any of the games made by the developer whose name escapes me. Um, uh, CG, CD Projekt Red or something. They made The Witcher? Yeah, they made That's The Witcher series. Really good. Witcher 3 is probably one of the most loved games of all time it's a bit overrated it's uh people still talk about that game they still they hype there's that a film g- coming out yeah, starring um, a, henry is a film or a netflix series uh oh okay maybe it's a netflix i think series. it's a netflix series okay yeah. fair enough um but yeah people people really love the witcher 3 it's like annoying how much they love the witcher 3 okay so, like, have you played the witcher 3 oh, oh are you playing oh, yeah that game's right but it's not really the witcher 3 you know okay all right <laughs> Well, you know, I've never played The Witcher 3, but uh, this one looks really cool. So. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you like your cyberpunk games, this is... I've never played cyberpunk. Well, I didn't yeah. know it was a series. I thought this was new. Oh, just like the genre, I mean. Oh, okay. Although it is All based right. off um, the tabletop RPG, Cyberpunk 20-whatever-whatever. Okay. Kind of like, you know, like Dungeons & Dragons, that kind of thing. You know what we need? We need a Total Recall game. 
That could be good. That's a good setting. <laughs> it's a better movie that came out a long time ago. I don't know if anyone would care, but well, that is a good it, film. There was a remake of it. Well, yeah, okay. Well, let's not talk about that. But no. have you seen the original Total Recall? Yes. God, you know, that is a very good film. But I'll tell you what, something about the sets in those films, uh, it is so lazy the way you walk <laughs> it and you just tell everything looks mean. like yeah. a set. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. Um, okay, so okay, so I've, there's one, actually one other thing before I put down something that I'm really, uh, my um, that, that I hope happens that I know won't. Uh, apparently there's a, you know, the guy who made... Um, Oh, what's that? A way out? Yes. Yes. Apparently, he's come up with another game, and that might be there as well. So, oh, okay. I don't know what his name is. I probably should have done my research, um, <laughs> or what the game is. But that sounds interesting because Way Out was a really cool, unique game that yeah. I enjoyed quite a bit, and a lot of people seem to like it. Yeah. So, I'd be surprised if he had something already, though, because Way Out only came out recently, didn't it? Um, it was a few years ago. Actually, yeah, I think it was about two years ago now. So, yeah, that's enough time to. To make another one. Yeah. Or at least announce another one. True. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, in my wildest dreams, Damien, this won't happen, but I would love for EA to mm. come out and announce that we're making The Simpsons Hit and Run 2. <laughs> that would be pretty amazing. Have you played Simpsons Hit and Run? Yeah, I loved The Simpsons the, Hit and Run. I loved that game. That game was awesome. I remember, oh, no, I could go on about that for ages, but that is a really fun game. I mean, I don't want to talk it up too much. Probably on its own, it's probably not that great, but just it, it was probably easily the best Simpsons game. Oh, I by think. far. But yeah. It doesn't have much competition, but... Yeah, I have yeah. a lot of good memories of that game. I saw a really good video about, uh, which, which discussed why there aren't any Simpsons games anymore or why there aren't going to be any more Simpsons games. Do, do you know the reason why? Um... I remember watching that video. But yeah, I might link it in the description for this episode, actually, because it's really worth a watch. But it basically, to sum it, sum it up, it, it's a combination of the failure of the Simpsons game, the one that came out on uh, 360 and PS3. Uh, it was also it was on PS2. Oh, also on PS2. And it came out on everything, actually. Yeah, it, came out on it wasn't games. very good. No, um, that, that, was a, that was a weird game. I couldn't like it was it was it was sort of a it tried to be a parody of a lot of other games, but it end, so the gameplay was very different depending on what level you were playing. But it ended up just becoming a a big mess. And it just didn't really it had no idea. Didn't, didn't know what it wanted to be. Like yeah, it had Simpsons jokes. That was about it. And then yeah. a bunch of mechanics you use once that weren't even very well fleshed out. Yeah, it was a very very odd game. So I remember not finishing it, and, and that yeah, I don't have much to say about that game. But a uh, combination of the failure of that and the uh, wild success of Simpsons Tap Tap, and oh, EA yeah. just found that it's actually a lot safer economically to just uh, invest in Simpsons Tap Tap. So they keep the license. They're making a lot of money out of it through Tap Tap, and uh, not bothering wasting a lot yeah. of money on a, a new Simpsons game. Because let's be honest, apart from Hit and Run, there haven't been any good Simpsons games. No, and then even Hit and Run was kind of a rip off of uh, Crazy Taxi. Oh, cool. Well, so. no, Hit and Run was a that was a rip-off of Grand Theft Auto. Road Rage that was, was a... Let's yeah. um, uh, think. So every good Simpsons game... Road it's just Ra- a, yeah, it's just a, a like a rip-off of yeah. a, another popular series. Do you so. remember Simpsons Wrestling? Ooh. Yes, I owned that game. That was... Uh, that was horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, there's not, not a lot of good Simpsons games. No. And, it, yeah, like just rip-off... Grand Theft Auto again and make another one. Simpsons Hit and Run 2. Make it happen, again. make Simpsons Hit and Run 2 online. Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> Tell, you would get it, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would absolutely get a Simpsons Hit and Run 2. I would buy the hell out of that game. All right. Okay, all right. We've come to the to, towards the end of the show, Damon. We're going to play our Rotten Tomatoes game. So this time you're going to quiz me. Have you chosen a theme? Uh, yes. With okay. Detective Pikachu coming out, I thought it would be a good time to look at some video game movies. Oh, okay. All right. I like this. Well, so, um, quiz away, Damien, and I'll do my best. Um, now, I, I think you scored 6 out of 10 last time. I think so. All right, so I've got to try and beat that. Yeah. Well, we'll start with a classic one. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, 1993. Yeah. Um, I forgot how this game goes. 
Oh, okay. Oh, I geez, take, you're doing well. I, I gotta, uh, now I you gotta, gotta, give, you gotta name the next one. That's right. Say, yep. Okay, so, and then you guess the Rotten Tomatoes score. Oh, I'll just explain it if someone's listening okay. to this hasn't. All right, so da- basically, Damien is going to name a, a, a movie and give me the tomato score. And I have to guess whether the next movie you name will have a higher or a lower tomato score. And then we just go on from there. So you'll keep not naming a new one after that. And I have to guess whether or not that film right. is a higher or so lower score. You- He's going to name 10 films and I have to try and get, g- guessing which is higher or lower, I have to guess six or more right to beat his score from last week. So now, we, so I, I give you the score for Super Mario Bros, right? But not for the next one. Not for the next one. Okay, so Super Mario Bros, 1993, Ron Tomato score of 21%. Well, that's pretty low. Yeah. The next one Probably is- deservedly so. Yeah. Is Warcraft from 2016. Oh, okay. This is easy. Warcraft uh, has a higher one. Correct. At yeah. 28%. Well, so not that much higher. Oh, really? 28%? Yeah. I thought it was a lot higher than that. No. Only I tw- thought it was like 60-something. No. <laughs> Jeez, we said last week that Warcraft was probably one of the only good video yeah. game movies, and it hasn't even got a good tomato score. See, I, mean, I haven't seen it, but I thought that was received quite well. Well... I'll let you in a little secret about these RT scores at the end when we get there. But um, So the next one then is Mortal Kombat from 1995. The original Mortal Kombat yes. movie? Yes, not, not Annihilation. No, no, no. Okay, uh, that will have a higher score than, than 26 or whatever it was. It has 46%. Yep, there you go. There so you go. I've already got two. Yep. Right, the next one is Street Fighter from 1994. Actually, I just realized something. You can't get 10 out of 10. You can only get 9. Yes. Okay. Well, well, yeah. Technically, I do have 11 here, but I accidentally added an extra one I didn't realize. Oh, okay. So, if you want to do the bonus round, you can. Oh, I can do a bonus round. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay. The next one is Street Fighter from 1994. Oh, okay. I'm going to say that's probably... I haven't seen that. I um, It's infamous for being bad. And it came around a, what, a year before Mortal Kombat yeah. did it. Okay, all right. I'm going to say it was lower than Mortal Kombat. It was. It has 11%. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought it would be a bit closer no, than that. It does have that one good line where he's like, when I came you know, when I came to the your village, it was the most important day of your life. For me, it was Tuesday, which is a very good villain line. God. But it's, it's delivered a lot better than that. But that's about the only good thing anyone has ever said about that film. Wow. Yeah, is I that performance of M. Bison. <laughs> I M. forgot who... Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I know that bit. Yeah. I haven't seen the film. And Van Damme. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Next one then is Max Payne, 2007, starring Mark Ooh. Wahlberg. Ooh. What was the percentage for the... Street Fighter? Was that 11? 11. Oh. I'm going to say Max Payne is slightly higher. 16%. Good. You're going good. That's right. Okay. All right. No, I, I didn't see that film, but geez, that sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> I do vaguely remember it coming out. It just sounds awful. Though. It does sound pretty horrible. Um, yeah. Common theme with all these video game movies. Is they're quite bad. Yeah, they're all bad. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, Doom, 2005. Ooh. Now, I saw that in theaters. Wow. Yeah, I saw that with... It was kind of against my, my will. I was with two other guys, and they wanted to see it, and I didn't. But I, you know, I wasn't going to go home, so I, I saw it with them. <laughs> Um. Uh, okay. Oh, that movie was all right. It was pretty silly, but I reckon that it has higher than sixteen percent. It has nineteen percent. Oh, look at me. I'm yeah. Okay. All right. I mm. thought it'd be a bit higher than nineteen. Okay. Right. Resident Evil Afterlife. Okay. So not the first Resident Evil. This is one of the many sequels. Okay. Which I haven't seen any of them since the first, and I think they're all pretty bad, aren't they? They're not well liked, no. Is this Paul Wes Anderson? I'm Tom not. Mance, oh. I'm not sure who directed this Same one. Same guy did Mortal Kombat. I, it, that. I don't know if that was this one because he was a lot of Resident oh, Evil that's films. Right. I think he came back for the later ones. Yeah, oh, well, I haven't seen any of these. This one's no, from 2010. And what what did the last one score? What did um... Doom? Nineteen percent. Okay, I'm gonna say this is lower than that. It says twenty three percent. Oh, I got one wrong. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, 23%. Yeah. That was actually one of the higher rated ones. Okay. Oh, well, so you're sort of giving things away now. Okay, yep. Right. Well, that was the high rate Resident Evil ones. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. yeah. I like to see what you did there. You recovered. So, yeah. Right. Then there's no other Resident Evil ones on here. So. Okay. Uh, Silent Hill, 2006. Oh. 
Jeez, that sounds terrible. <laughs> wow. Is this one of the Uve Bowl ones? I don't think this one was. Okay, all right. I'm going to say it was lower than 23% or whatever that was. 31%. Oh, you're kidding. Nope. <laughs> that sounds like... Uh, if I had to pick one movie, that I would have said that was the worst on the list just based on... There's actually um there's there's another Silent Hill film as well. They made it recently. It has um Jon Snow in it. Really? Yeah. Gosh. I think Why did he agree to do that? I don't know. I, I think I think this that. one, two thousand six, had um Sean Bean in it. It might have. Yeah. They must have some weird connection to whoever casted Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um okay. yep. next one. Lara Croft, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, two thousand one. The first one. Okay. Yeah. So it has to be better or worse than thirty-one percent. Yes. Right? Now that was one of those films that was really, really dumb, but kind of fun. Yeah. At the same time. Who was that? Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm going to say it was slightly higher than thirty-one. It was like thirty-three or something. Twenty percent. Oh gosh, I can't get any of them right. Okay, all right. You're choking. I'm on five, so Ooh. you're still ahead of me. All right then. How many more are there? Uh, well, the next one's the tenth one, but then there is the eleventh one because. Okay, all right, so I can only really draw with you here. Okay, go. Tomb Raider, two thousand eighteen. Oh. Probably the most forgettable film ever because I forgot it came out. <laughs> Uh, I didn't forget that it came out, but I remember thinking, that is destined to be bad. I'm going to say 20% is pretty low. Yeah. Um, was it, would it be lower than that? Uh, I'm going to say, yes, I think it is lower than that. 46%. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, who gave that a positive review? Oh, 46% of critics, apparently. Isn't that amazing? I got all the first five right. Uh, I haven't got anything right since. Okay. Well, then, do you want the bonus round, then? Oh, bonus round. This is just... This is just... I'm playing for pride now, yeah. because you beat me. Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. Oh, come on. That has to be lower. That is 5%. 5%, okay. That's right. not even the lowest. I got that one right. But, um... I'll see if I can find... But it was like... I think... I don't think there was one film on there that had higher than 50%. Okay. I think actually Detective Pikachu had 56%. That oh, was the wow, highest. that's pretty low. Yeah. So, okay, well, I thought that maybe Detective Pikachu might be the first good video game movie based on... It looked pretty good from the trailers. Yeah, but... but uh, no, that trinket... You just you cannot make a good video game movie. It cannot no. happen. The lowest rated one had 0% and that was Tekken. <laughs> Tekken? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Is that okay? Did Uve Bowl do that? I know Uve Bowl made a bunch of really bad. Uh, I think um, House of the Dead. And no, that wasn't him. He did. Uh, did he do Alone in the Dark? Because that's not here. Alone in the Dark. Yeah, mm. might have done that. Doesn't say. I'm sure. He's a very odd fellow. Yeah, House yeah. of the Dead. That has three uh, percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, God, there's a lot of just bad films on it. Did he do Postal? Yeah, he oh. did Postal. Uh, but yeah, then, um, let's see, where is it? He offered to box. Oh, wait, no. Uh, Tech Pichu the... had 66%. Okay. Yeah, so, I think was that's respectable. With him. Like, he yeah, he, would box, he, would, he any... would box any critic or whatever. Yeah, and someone agreed to do it, and he won. Oh, well, I, guess, I guess that means his movies are good now. Well, apparently he's quite a good boxer. <laughs> yeah. Just not a very good director. Um, And then he blamed, that's right, he blamed the script, I think. I think this is why he kind of got a bit of... He became a, a bit infamous. Like, he seemed like a bit of a whinger. Oh, I, just wrote, I actually wrote one of these wrong. Tomb Raider actually had 52%. Oh, so that yeah. was... Oh, I mean, you were still wrong, but I it had... still wrong. Okay, all right. But uh, also, Rampage from 2018, starring The Rock, also has 52%. Okay, so what we can say is that video game movies, while still very bad, seem to be getting better. That's. I think that's fair to say. Well, maybe in ten years from now they might be good. I yeah, that seems to be the you know, upward trajectory. Because if you go by Ron Tomato score, the one, two, three, the top three are all from the last three years. Actually, yeah. from the last two years, and then it goes Mortal Kombat, 
then one of the Resident Evil films, the final chapter. I don't know if that is actually the final chapter, though, because <laughs> that franchise somehow stayed around for a long time. Oh, I don't know who was saying that towards the end. All right, Damien. I think we should uh, maybe wrap it up there. Wrap it up uh, there. If you've made it this far, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week or fortnight with um, some more movie talk. I hope yep. we'll have a review next time. We're going to see Godzilla, so um, I've seen that next weekend. So we'll, we'll talk about that on the next one. Sounds good. We'll do a review. Yeah. Okay. No worries. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, where can you find us? On Twitter? Twitter and on Facebook. Facebook, same thing. Radio Karam, we're on Radio Karam as well. You might have listened to us through Radio Karam. Um, yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, you can communicate to us via those three. Yeah, thanks for listening. All right, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.